0: As always, if you are interested in any of the articles we're about to talk about and you'd like to read them for yourselves, just go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org. Let's go to our first story of the week. Middle school youth face biggest tobacco disparity. The FDA published its annual report on youth tobacco use and found that major disparities exist for LGB youth, which is consistent with past years. 30.9 percent of lgb high schoolers currently use some form of tobacco product compared to 22 percent of their heterosexual peers and the disparities were even worse for middle uh, middle school students there we saw that 16.5 percent of lgb youth use tobacco products compared to 5.5 percent of heterosexual youth. So that's about, uh, you know, almost a three times uh, greater disparity there, which is troubling from a tobacco control perspective because it shows that LGB youth are getting involved in tobacco product use at an earlier age, which often can mean, you know, being harder to quit, heavier use, and all of those sorts of issues. Next up, unpacking COVID's impact. Researcher Kristin Kraus explored the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on LGBT communities, including the financial impact, in which LGBT folks are more likely to say that they're worse off because of the pandemic having happened, and healthcare access, which as we know was already a big problem for LGBT folks before the pandemic because of things like stigma and lower insurance rates, and of course all those problems are magnifying uh, during the situation. Much of what we should know about COVID-19 and LGBT people, as the author points out, is lacking because of a failure to collect data at the state and national levels. The journal also explored the topic on a podcast, and since it's clear that you enjoy listening to podcasts since you're listening to this now, you may want to go in and check out that as well. Our next story looks at HPV, the other vaccine. So with a lot of uh, attention, obviously, lately on the COVID-19 vaccine, I thought that this study, looking at another vaccination uh, issue, was really interesting, especially now. So this uh, study, led by Shasha Gao, explored how to make the biggest impact with the HPV vaccine. Um, Now, historically, as you may know, the HPV vaccine has targeted young women, um, and that's been changing in recent years as they've looked at also vaccinating young men and starting to take some priority focus around sexual minority men. So in this study, they found that actually prioritizing sexual minority men as the highest priority group was going to have the biggest impact on reducing the spread of HPV. They said that looking at heterosexual females next would be the kind of next most efficient group, and last on the list were heterosexual males just in terms of having the biggest overall health impact on the total population. Next up, federal protections next. Human Rights Watch reported that the federal government has removed an existing rule that requires providers of health and welfare programs that receive federal funds to not discriminate against LGBT people or people in same-sex marriages. Among other things, this change will mean that adoption and foster care agencies, many of which are privately run, although they receive federal funding, are now going to be able to exclude same-sex couples from adopting. So this is obviously an issue that has a lot of people upset um, and that they are saying could lead to a lot of exclusion from services uh, that are getting federal funds to be operating. In our next story, Cities Move highlights equality challenges. KOIN reported that the city of Portland passed an ordinance to make family planning and fertility services inclusive of LGBT city employees, as well as non-partnered individuals employed by the city non-discrimination laws, and same-sex marriage have not solved a lot of issues um, that LGBT people face in accessing these expensive services. So I think like the last story where we see that, you know, having marriage equality certainly doesn't solve uh, all the problems for gay and lesbian folks, much less bi folks and trans folks. Um, So, you know, here we see another issue where uh, there are still a lot of policies that in one way or another exclude uh, LGBT folks people who are single, people who are in same-sex relationships. Uh, And so the the city of Portland, you know, passed an ordinance to make sure that that wasn't the case. Uh, The article also discusses how Oregon cities have been noted as leaders in many areas of LGBT equality, where statewide laws have been lacking, which I thought was another interesting point that, you know, even when we may not have movement on some of these issues at the federal level or at the statewide level, there's a lot that can happen at the local level too, which is really good to see. And in our final story of the week, Jamaica report marks a first. UNAIDS reported on a new transgender health strategy led by an advocacy group in Jamaica that's the first of its kind in the English-speaking Caribbean. Beyond looking at immediate health concerns like high rates of HIV among the trans population there, the plan also looks at things like economic opportunity, Food insecurity and public safety, including a lot of violence facing uh, trans people there in Jamaica, uh, and, and kind of looks at how all of these things are holistically impacting health and well-being, and what they can do as a society to address those issues, which are the same issues that we face here um, in the U.S., although obviously you know in a different context with unique uh, needs and uh, and opportunities. So really interesting to see this, um, just because it is the first of of its kind in the region and a really promising step in terms of. Looking um, at the bigger picture of health, which I think is one thing that the pandemic has helped uh, a lot of us be able to do more of is to to really see how all of these issues are are interrelated and impact a person's well-being. Well, that's it for another week of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. I hope that you have enjoyed uh, listening to these stories, and if you would like to check out any of them for yourself, just go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org. Tune in next week for another edition of The Roundup.